Thank you for listening to the Ebenezer Speaks podcast of the historic Ebenezer AME Church in Detroit, Michigan, where the Reverend Dr. McCarl D. Thomas Sr. is the senior pastor. Located in the heart of the Motor City, we are a family where love makes the difference in our worship, in our community, and hopefully within you. More information on our programs and services found on our website at www.historicebenezerameDetroit.org. Thank you for joining our podcast. of the words of that great hymn. The hymn does not say that we are to lift ourselves up, but to lift him up, and he will draw all persons unto himself. Father God, stand by me, watch over me, speak through me words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight for truly thought my strength and my redeemer. The master's name, amen. We're going to be preaching this morning from the seventh chapter of the gospel of Matthew. In a short while, I will take my text, which will be the 24th through the 26th verse. But before getting to the text, which is actually the culminating statements of Jesus, we need to see what is happening leading up to the text. The seventh chapter of Matthew begins with some profound and significant instructions from Jesus. It starts off with Jesus telling us that we need to be careful about judging others when you have faults yourself. Jesus goes on to say that when you make positive righteous request to God, it will be granted. He says that the road is wide that leads to destruction, but the righteous road is narrow. Jesus tells us that talk is cheap, but you will know the true character of a person by their fruit or what they produce. Goes on to tell us that everybody who shouts and testifies in church saying, Lord, Lord, will not get to heaven because some of them do not have righteous hearts and do not do the will of God. Then Jesus closes his didactic or teaching session with our text, Matthew 7, 24 through 26. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine 
and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. And it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. We're preaching this morning from the subject, the necessity of a good foundation. The necessity of a good foundation. There was, not long ago, an earthquake in Turkey and in Syria. It registered 7.8 on the Richter scale. The Richter scale is a tool used to measure the magnitude of earthquakes. We must understand now that the scale ranges from zero to 10. Each increase is 10 times stronger than the previous number. In other words, if the Richter scale says that an earthquake was six, and then it says it was seven, when it reaches seven, it means that it was 10 times greater than when it was at six. So in other words, when we say that this earthquake in Turkey was 7.8, that was a mammoth earthquake. Now, unfortunately, many buildings failed. They failed now because they were not built on an adequate and proper foundation. The foundations were not strong enough to hold up the buildings, even in a minor earthquake. That is so unfortunate. I'm talking about the necessity of a good foundation. In France, there are two well-known structures. There is the Leaning Tower of Pisa, or known as the Tower of Pisa. This structure is over 180 feet in height, but it has an approximate lean of four degrees. The tower began to lean during the construction in the 12th century due to the soft ground which could not properly support the structure's weight. In other words, the leaning tower of pizza is leaning because it's not on a good foundation. But there's another structure in France known as the Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower was constructed from 1887 to 1889 as the centerpiece of the 1889 World's Fair. 
It was criticized by some artists and intellectuals in France for its design. However, the Eiffel Tower is the most visited monument with an entrance fee in the world to this day. This tower is not leaning because it was built on a good foundation. In life, it is imperative for people to have a good foundation. How then can we have a good foundation? First of all, in order to have a good foundation in your life, you must feel good about yourself. Freud talks about the id, the ego, and the superego. The id is what a baby has at birth. It's what many people refer to as your temperament, the innate traits that are unconscious and instinctual. The ego develops from birth to around three. The ego is the part of your personality that expresses the impulses of the id and makes decisions on how to express feelings to the world. But then that superego, which is developed between three and five, sometimes referred to as the inner voice, this part of your personality is an evolution of the ego that controls impulses, but it also contributes to your conscious thought and is related to your morality and your self-criticism. What Freud believed is that by the time you are five to six years old, your personality is developed. There are some psychologists who believe that even by the time a baby reaches six months old, the personality is developed. What am I saying? I am saying to you, Ebenezer, I am saying to those of us who are adults, it is imperative that even while your daughter might be carrying your grandchild, you need to speak positive things. You need to create a positive environment for the baby while still in the mama's womb is being affected as to what is going on on the outside. And so we, even in the church, we're being participants in developing a good foundation for our young children. We cannot wait until a child is seven, eight, or nine to try to instruct them and offer them some positive insight as to how to make it in life. The church is so critical. Today, persons came to the church who were in need. And where's a better place to go than the church when you are in need? But even when we are interacting with little children, we're helping them to grow, to develop, and to feel good about themselves. You have not made it to this point on your own. Somebody prayed for you. Somebody rocked you. Somebody nurtured you. And even somebody spanked you when you messed up. 
We must understand now, look at this. We see Jesus in the Bible at birth, but we don't see Jesus again until the age of 12. During that time, the personality of Jesus had been developed. That's the reason when we see Jesus in the synagogue at 12, when Mary and Joseph thought that he was a part of the caravan returning to their home. And when they found Jesus at the age of 12, he said, I must be about my father's business. Jesus' personality had already been developed. And if Jesus' personality was developed even before the age of 12, that ought to speak to us today. But then if we're talking about the need for a good foundation, we've got to have adequate preparation. When we talk about preparation, there is formal education and there is informal education. Everybody does not learn how to do what they do by being in a formal classroom setting. Some people need to go to school and need a formal structure. Others can go into apprentice programs and learn how to do a task by observing. But whatever your task is, you need to know your task from top to bottom. That means that you just don't know enough to get by, but you know everything about your job. So if something should happen and a machine should even break down or you might lose some pertinent information, you can still do your job. I had a teacher in high school by the name of Mr. Ogletree. He taught calculus. He said nobody in this class will flunk calculus because of calculus. You will flunk calculus because you can't do basic arithmetic. In other words, you need a good foundation. Isn't it disturbing that when you go to a fast food place like McDonald's, Kentucky Fried Chicken or Popeye, and don't look at me like I'm crazy, I know that many of us not supposed to eat that, but we still go there at least once or twice a month. Isn't it unfortunate that when you pay your money and that computer breaks down and they can't punch in how much is the bill, how much you gave them, and how much your change ought to be, when that computer breaks down, many times they stand there trying to count on their fingers, count on their toes, totally messed up because they didn't have a good foundation in basic mathematics. We must understand today that we got to believe that we have to adequately prepare ourselves so that we can have a good foundation. Isn't it awful? Persons that finish high school cannot write a letter, cannot compose a paragraph, cannot write a sentence, all because they do not have the adequate preparation 
But I got news for you. If you make up in your mind, if you do the right thing, if you are determined to have a good foundation, then you can stand no matter what situation you are confronted in. Don't you know there are some folks who want you to be like the Leaning Tower Pizza? They want you to be off-centered because there are too many folks who don't want you to walk tall, to look tall, to be tall, and to be confident. But when you are bold enough to know that you can stand on your own two feet, you just heard Reverend Wilson talk about how Coretta Scott King was surprised when she saw how short Martin was. Martin and I are about the same height, so I can identify with that. But Coretta Scott King, she wasn't just getting overwhelmed because he was a short man, but he was a proud man with a sound and a good foundation, one who was confident in himself, one who had mastered the king's language, who could speak and who could multi-syllabonize words like you never heard before. When you have a good foundation, it doesn't mean that you have to be a giant, but you can be tall in character, tall in confidence, tall in faith, tall in belief, because you own a good foundation. I've gone many places. Persons have been a lot taller than McCarl Thomas, but I stood boldly because I had a good foundation. That is what we need today. Finally, you got to be spiritually grounded. I don't care how much you prepare yourself. I don't care what mom and daddy did while you were young or while you were still in the womb. But once you start moving in life, you better know that you can't make it by yourself. You must be spiritually grounded. You have to stay in touch with the Lord. Jesus tells us that I am the true vine, my father's a vine dresser, but that you are the branches. And if the branch breaks away from uh, the vine, then the fruit will die and it will wither. There are too many folks today who have felt that because they came from a good family, and because they were able to get excellent training, that was all that was needed in life. Oh no, I come by to tell you, you got to be spiritually grounded. We have had in the last several years a number of shootings, shootings by police officers, and we've had a number of mass killings. In many of these incidents, Persons were believed to have had some emotional instabilities. But I got news for you. When you try to live your life thinking that you can make it on your own strength, your own power, and your own will, something can happen to you where you lose sight of what you ought to be about and you find yourself committing acts that you ought not commit. But let me tell you something. When you have a little talk with Jesus, every now and then, he's able to get you back on a solid footing 
He allows you to maintain balance and to have good equilibrium. But when you think that you are so smart all by yourself that you don't need anybody else to help you to make it through life, that's when you find yourself losing a good footing and no longer having a good foundation. But I got news for you today. You need the Lord in your life to keep a good foundation because the devil is still busy. There are folks out there trying to mess you up, trying to trip you up, trying to knock you down, trying to discourage you. But when you know that you are standing with the Lord and the Lord is helping to prop you up on every leaning side, you will realize that your foundation is still in good shape. Let me tell you what the devil will do. The devil will tell you it's all right to leave. But I'm telling you, you need to stand up straight. The devil will tell you it's all right to deal with mediocrity. But I'm here to tell you that excellence is the key. The devil will tell you that you can't be anybody. But I've come to tell you that with the Lord, all things are possible. The devil will tell you that you can't make it. But the Lord will tell you you belong to me. And you can be whatever you want to be. And whatever I empower you to be. The devil will tell you that you can't make it because it's too late. The Lord will tell you it's not too late and you still can make it. The devil will tell you you can't be anybody. The Lord will tell you you can be somebody because you are a child of the king. And let me tell you something. When you stay in touch with the Lord, even when you fall, the Lord can pick you up. Even when you make mistakes, the Lord would tell you, I can still pick you up. I can clean you up. I can prop you up. I can stand you up. When you stay in touch with the Lord, even when your own family members don't believe in you, the Lord would tell you, you can make it. Don't you realize that Jesus' own brothers did not believe him when he started in his ministry? But because the Lord stayed in touch with his heavenly father, he was able to make it. And I'm so glad the Lord was able to make it because he made it, I can make it. And if he made it, you can make it. The need for a good foundation. I don't know about you, but my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but holy, lean on Jesus' name, on Christ. The solid rock, I stand. All of the ground is sinking sand. All of the ground is sinking sand. 
Beloved, we're getting ready in just a moment to open the doors of the church. I believe that there might be some folks here today you trying to get on a good foundation. But you can't do it by yourself. I believe there might be some here today. You want to know why you're leaning. Because your foundation is not strong. But I believe there might be somebody here. If you just joined the church, Give me your hand, but surrender to the Lord. I guarantee you that your foundation can become strong and you can become a new creature in life and you can make it because your foundation is built on Christ. On Christ, solid rock I stand, all other ground. Sinking sand. Stand to your feet. The doors of the church, they're now open. Won't you come and join the church at this time? Thank you for listening to the Ebenezer Speaks podcast of the historic Ebenezer African Methodist Episcopal Church in Detroit, where the Reverend Dr. McCarl D. Thomas Sr. is the senior pastor. Join us for our live stream worship services. You can access the live stream and also follow us on our social media. Information on our programs and services, go to our website at www.historicebenezerameDetroit.org. Love makes the difference.